COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Pod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous and a special thanks goes out to our current patreons and supporters shout out to our friends of the show reefer revolution for supporting the podcast shout out also to joey one love 420 also a friend of the show and contributor of of the show uh, and founder and frontman of keystone state reviews becoming a patreon or financially supporting us through anchor patreon paypal gets you perks like early episodes exclusives and shout outs at the beginning of every episode without further ado let's get to the episode but I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. As always, you can find our podcast anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. If you want to support the podcast, you can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month on Patreon. Joining gets you exclusive episodes, um, early releases, and other exclusive content. And you can do that by going to bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. And for $5 and above, you can listen to all our previous episodes are an increasing amount of our, our previous episodes ad-free. So far, we've put over 400 live or 400 previous episodes that you can listen to and, 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 and listen at your viewing pleasure as intended without the advertisements. And again, for just $5 a month, you get 
access to the, all those back episodes. Eventually, we hope to add all the ones we've ever done, but you know, we've done a, we've added a good four or five hundred, and we're going to continue to con- to add and expand that catalog. All right, you're going to see how this ties into everything, but we're going to read this article and um, you'll, you'll see how it ties to what we're talking about. Montana dips in suicide rank nationwide, but rates still trends up. All right, so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you guys a short anecdote and a short true story about myself before going into this. Um so for a couple a couple years ago, um you know, when when I a couple years ago I signed up with my sister's church to help um the the Good Samaritan hotline and that's basically like a, a suicide hotline for when people have mental health crises that they can just call they can just have a conversation you know um and can just they can just you know a lot of times when people want to when people are in that mind space they don't necessarily want to die you know they a lot of times they just want to be heard they just want attention they just want someone to sort of validate them you know, because they they're not getting in their life other otherwise. Um, they're they may not have a lot of people in their lives. They may live far away from family. They may have um, other mental health illnesses that make it so they don't see their family. So there are a lot of lonely people out there. And um, so I mean, I, I I volunteered and did that for a few months. Um, you know, um. Part of part of the reason was because I, I struggled with that sort of stuff myself. And, you know, when uh, after a few years of being out of that, I felt that I had to I had to give back and I had to help. So, you know, I did that for a little bit of time. Um, but um, and one of the things I learned from from there when I was being trained is that in like the in states like the Mountain West, like Montana, like they have some of the highest sort of suicide rates in the country and you know the the trainer and the professional that was teaching us this um was saying it's because they don't get a lot they get a little bit less sunlight than a lot of days and because it's so mountainy you know they don't really see sunlight as much in their states so that's a that's that's part of the reason why um utah was pretty high in that list too and um and I believe read I believe I read something about Utah being like one of the highest states to use antidepressants. Um, I would not be surprised if it tied into this, but um but yeah, we learned that those mountain states like Montana have pretty high rates. And um again, we're gonna finish this article and you'll see you'll see where I'm getting at and what we're saying. Montana dips in suicide rank nationwide, but rate still trends up. these like like things to catch robots are such an such a pain in the bum really likely all right now we can actually get some work done
Montana dips in suicide rank nationwide, but rates still trends up. By Juliana Secret. Montana no longer leading the nation in suicides, but suicide rates in the state have continued an upward trend, according to a new report. American Associated of Suicidology released a report on suicide rates in 2018 in that seems to show an encouraging message. Montana's suicide rate is no longer the highest in the nation. But the data shows that although Montana's ranking went down nationwide, 29.6 per 100,000 in, in, in residents in 2017 to 2018, the suicide rate has slowly continued to climb over the past decade. That follows the national trend, Carl Rotson said. The national rate goes up and goes up, goes up usually around 1.5 every year. This year was 1.4. Rostin is the suicide prevention coordinator with Montana's Department of Public Health and Human Safety. New Mexico, Wyoming, Alaska ranked as second, no, ranked as first, second, third, respectively. So, again, so Montana, Wyoming, Alaska ranked as first, second, and third, respectively, for the highest rates in 2018, according to the AAS study. It should be noted that AAS study ranked Montana fourth nationwide behind Alaska. However, the CDC ranked Montana third in 2018 above Alaska. The CDC showed Montana at a 24.9 and Alaska at a 24.6. In the AAS study, Montana lower, lower ranking was just a difference in how the data was tabulated. Rustin noted the AAS uses CDC data. Montana's high rate can be attributed to several factors, according to Rotson. Montana has high populations of the most at-risk demographics of suicide, including veterans, Native American, and middle-aged white men. Montana ranked as the second leading state in suicides by firearm, trailing behind Wyoming. Firearms were used in more than half of all deaths by suicide in Montana. The stigma behind seeking mental health care is still a barrier to preventing suicide, Rotson said. A cowboy-up attitude among the most at-risk demographics and low access to mental health care consistently ranks Montana well above the national average for suicides, Rotson said. Montana has been near the top five for the last 40 years, Rotson said. The national rate for suicide in 2018 was 14.8 suicides per 100,000 residents. Although the state trend has con has continued climbing, Rotson sees positive change in a number of programs, including the PAX Good Behavior game expansion in, in, in schools and integrative behavioral health care for nurses and doctors in rural areas. 
Montana also saw uh, uh, an uptick in how often people are using the Montana Suicide Prevention Hotline and other health crisis resources, he said. Montana had the second highest increase in volumes of calls to that lifeline, second only to Alaska in 2018 to 2019, Rodson said. From the 2018 to 2019, there was a 43% jump in the use of the lifeline. In 2018, the lifeline saw just over 5,400 calls, according to the annual report. More than 80% of calls made to the lifeline stayed in-state rather than getting looped to the national hotline or the national health lifeline. We have a greater impact for people in Montana if they are worked within worked in the state. The text line also saw an increase in use primarily from young adults under the age of 24. Suicide rates are also the highest between people age 25 to 44. Yeah, I'm in that demographic. The 25 to 44. So... But let's let's continue. We definitely seeing it affect younger and younger people, he said. An increase in the lifeline use has been credited to statewide advertising campaign. Bear with me one sec. All right. Let me read that again. An increase in the in the lifeline use has been credited to a statewide advertising campaign. Winders. Okay, let's try that. An increase in the lifeline use has been credited to a statewide advertising campaign with the Montana Broadcasters Association. The partnership was launched in 2017 with ads that target several different at-risk demographics. Rotson said Montana dipping from first place is positive, but DPHHS and other data collectors won't be sh sure if there's a downward trend for several years. Matt Kuntz, the Montana director of the National Alliance for Mental Illness, said that advocates would like to see Montana rank below the top five average for five years before it is known whether Montana is truly trending down. Kent said, or he feels that awareness of suicide prevention in Montana has been increasing, as well as programs across the state to address the issue. Kuntz feels that awareness of suicide prevention in Montana has been increasing, as well as programs across the state to address the issue. However, these programs will likely take years before the effect is seen, he said. Quote, for a state that's been struggling for so long, it's nice to have that movement downward. Hopefully, it's the beginning of something more positive, he said. End of article. So... So, um, so this ties into what this episode is going to be about. It's, um, it's finding, it's a final rallying call for legalization nationwide as as well as Montana. And, um, this can save lives. Um, legalization could quite frankly save lives. Um, in a state that has such a high rate of, 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 you know, suicides sort of per capita and, you know, 
and you know where mental health resources are are, are not are, are not enough and they're not being gotten to the people that need it um again even i mean and to add to that the stigma of seeking help you know again I, i'm not a doctor and you'd be profoundly stupid as heck to take medical advice from me so don't ever conscrew anything that this podcast professes or talks about as is medical advice you don't have a doctor patient or nurse relationship with me and i am not um i'm not a doctor i'm not your lawyer and anything that you're being told is for educational purposes only and again keep everything above board and do not break laws but um what again what i will say is that um is that this can legalization could save lives um Instead of people, you know, turning to to pills, instead of people, you know, you 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 know, like this thing was saying, you know, turning to to firearms um, when, when when they're feeling anxious. In, instead of that, if they were to just grab a joint, you know, that life might have been saved. We could save lives. So people can just go to a dispensary and could make this as part of their medical regimen um, many have used this to help again you know talk this over with your doctor or medical professional we don't ever recommend um dropping existing medical treatment from from your professional always talk to your, do- your your doctor your nurse before changing your medical regimen and again don't consult a flipping podcast but again i mean this is just one tool that can be available in the tool chest that 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 can help others and um i i really do feel that if if legalization passes like it is slated to in montana that lives are going to be saved now again this is not going to happen right away because it's going to take time for the dispensaries to get up and running for for adults over 21 and for the regulations to be drafted but I do hope that this can that this can tie into the to the um to the positive trend that their numbers have are seeing. More people that are, are dying um that don't need to die is always tragic. And if we can if we can add another tool to the tool chest such as legalized cannabis, you know, instead of someone taking their lives finally um, through through legitimate and permanent deadly means, you know, if they if they are like, I can just go. Let me let me go to the dispensary, get high, see how I feel, and you know, they're they're you know, wanting to end their lives is not going to be on their mind anymore. They're probably you know, they're probably gonna get high, gonna want to watch a favorite show, a favorite movie, you know, play a video game um you know go fishing whatever um there's a variety of other things that people can be doing and i would love for this to be a tool a, a tool in the, in the chest of, of montana's that may be struggling i know there have been times in my life that i was down the dumps and you know i was thankful to have cannabis around me during that time when i was at rock when i was at rock bottom mentally if that if it wasn't there i i guarantee you i would not be alive doing this podcast for you now 
So I, I can I can frankly say from experience that it has worked to save my life. But again, we are all very different. And the one more thing that I want to talk about um, is the fact that according to some of my sources that are in Montana that are on the ground that I, I talked to a week a week and a half ago, a week some change ago, according to this source that's actually in Montana right now, she believes that it's going to pass. That it, that it's there's there's a good amount of support that it's going to pass. Um, like the there was one big marijuana sign that she saw um, saying Montana should avoid big marijuana taking over and out of state interest taking over. But um, that's like the only stink that's really being raised. But most people think it's going to pass and most people support it. So um, there's reason to think that it's going to pass, um, according to my source. All right. Before we end the episode, um, I I I want to I want to say that I I feel that I I feel that I provide a decent amount of ideological, um, ideological diversity and diversity and sort of content and you know, you know what we do to invite voices that care about the medical applications of the planet and the people. I, I like to feel that I bring about a pretty good variety of guests, um, talk about a pretty good variety of topics relating to the medical applications and, and, and what have you. Um, I want to, I want to bring this voice to the legalization discussion. Um, and again, we, we need as many people on our side as, as possible. Religious um, you know, preachers, religious leaders, re religious ministers, um, public health professionals, former prosecutors, and, and, and cops that are in favor of legalization. Um, there was one South Dakota ad that I shared on the I Am Cannabis Sativa Facebook group. If you're not signed up to our Facebook group, you should do so. Um, um, don't pass go. We're going to put that in the, um, episode description our, our facebook our facebook group is always in the description of most episodes so again you should do that if you haven't already but um i mean heck we can let me let me do that now let me actually go to it now let's let's have some funsies right go for a spin Blunky. Okay, this is the ad. Again, I feel that everyone should listen to this, so I'm going to play it. Now. I'm Randy Seiler. I've been an attorney, prosecutor, and special judge. I've read Measures A and 26. They're well-written, smart reforms of our harsh marijuana laws. One mistake, possession of even a gram of marijuana, can ruin a life. It could mean jail, a record, making it hard to get a job, an apartment, or serve in the military. We can set that right by voting yes on AN26. All right. So, so again, I support all the legalization measures um, in all the states that is going to be voted on. The medical measures in, in um, both South Dakota and... Um, and the medical measure in Mississippi were 
in support of all those, including the legalization measures in South Dakota, New Jersey, Arizona, and Montana. So, all right. So we're going to talk. So one, so a Methodist preacher in Montana is going to give you his reason why we should legalize. And we need all voices in this movement. All, all allies are welcomed. Methodist minister voting yes on CI-118 and I-190. So again, let me clarify in case you guys don't know. So CI-118, that's you have to vote on both of these at the same time. CI-118 is going to set the legal age of cannabis consumption to over the age of 21. As I understand it in Montana's regulations, um, the the age of majority is 18 or whatever. But um, in all the states that have legalized, um, we, we try to regulate like alcohol and make the legal age over the age of 21. Um, again, the drinking age, the over 21 drinking age, it's not it's not it's not in the Constitution or anything. Um, there's no con they're not constitutionally bound to keep it 18 I mean to keep it 21 but you lose all your road and highway funding or the va or a good majority of it if you don't keep your age 21 so all the all the all the states including stragglers like Wyoming and Louisiana um, eventually made their age 21 Um but again, you're not you're not like constitutionally bound to do that. You're just gonna lose funding for your roads and such. Um, but again, they're trying to keep it in line with alcohol, so they put that amendment. Because I mean, I think that if they were to if they were to not put it, I don't think it would pass. Because um, um, I mean, even as liberal as I am, I don't trust like like I mean, perhaps like. I mean, perhaps the U.S. can handle it if we had a better public transit system. But, you know, we drive everywhere. You know, car culture is still big. In a lot of places, you can't get anywhere without a car in the U.S. So, um, in, in a lot of states, um, it has to sort of... I mean, in a lot of states, you have to have a car. And, you know, they had to raise the drinking age because a lot of people were drinking and driving. A lot of... Um, a lot of young people were dying and a lot of lives were being endlessly recklessly taken away so they they raised up the 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 drinking age um again i don't think legalization would pass if we were allowing like project samuel would lose their crap and all the lawmakers like like the whole legalization thing with like the states doing it and the feds sort of kind of looking the other way that would come to a crawl if they were to pass it without making the age 21 because if there were just a rise in the in the carnage deaths and the violent carnage deaths of, of people drinking while intoxicated if that went up just a little bit like the whole legalization thing would get shut down so i'm glad that they were making the age 21 um that's smart that's prudent Methodist minister voting yes on CI-118 and then 
I-190. So 190 is the actual initiative that makes cannabis legal. By Daniel Vyland. I'm voting yes on CI-118 and yes on I-190 because it is right and just thing to do. The burden of enforcing marijuana prohibition laws is not even in our society and targets the poor and people of color seemingly by design as the United States Methodist Church Book of Resolutions itself states the United States policy response to the drug crisis has focused almost exclusively on law enforcement and military solutions this policy in some cases has led to the erosion of precious civil liberties and human rights, especially for poor and minority communities. Once folks are incarcerated for marijuana offenses, they enter a system designed not for rehabilitation and redemption, but for punishment. I've read the books. I've looked at the data. I've spoken to those who went through our justice system. It's profoundly broken as evidenced by sky-high incarceration and recidivism rates. I believe in a faith grounded in justice that seeks wholeness while our current system is based on separation. I follow a God who died so we might not be judged by our worst moments, but who desires repentance. I believe in a God that has fundamentally different sets of justice than the justice we have today. That belief informs my decisions to vote yes on two measures. The harm done from prohibition is great. Even when a misdemeanor conviction can result in eligibility for public benefits like housing and student loans. A marijuana arrest record can impact your ability to get a job. You can lose your professional license. Being caught with a single joint can effectively result in lifelong punishment. Being caught. Okay, so I already read that. The stigmatization of people with even misdemeanor drug crimes means that not only might they be denied housing and benefits, which enable them to better their standing in life, but their children or elderly parents may be cast on the street with them. I've struggled. I struggled with whether to speak out on the issue. I mauled over the arguments on both sides, considering how people might react, and prayed about how I was called in to use my voice in this instance. The more I thought and the more I researched, the more I prayed, the clearer it became to me that this is, for me, a gospel issue. I serve a savior who I came to, in his own words, proclaim release to the prisoners. And while I recognize the importance of our justice system and public safety, I cannot imagine that Jesus wants a single person in prison that doesn't have to be there. Ultimately, any potential harm of marijuana use does not justify sending people into a system that brands them forever a criminal that is too often enforced in a way that is racially biased so it's gonna it's going to in by definition impact bi poc or p 
are black and indigenous people of color. They're gonna they they bear they've historically bear the cost of, of of the drug war and are its biggest victims of the drug war. So, black people who look like myself and and Nate and 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 First Nation indigenous people that were that were on this land before before the cons of America was a thing. So, drug war victims must be made whole. That's that's the most important part of any legalization project, bar none. <laughs> Ultimately, any harm of marijuana use does not justify sending people in a system that brands them forever a criminal that is too often enforced in a way that is racially biased and that potentially deprives people and their children of basic needs like shelter, food, and education. As a passionate believer in the gospel, I cannot square any of this with my belief in a God who is making all things new and a God that, who believes in justice for the poor and marginalized. The God who is calling each of us to reconciliation with one another and the one who is love. Please join me in voting yes for CI-118 and I-190. Again, you gotta both, you gotta vote for both or it's not going to be legal. You have to vote to make sure that the age for consumption is over 21 and then you have to vote for legalization itself in I-190. So again, so CI-118 is going to set the age of the majority for using cannabis at 21 years old like all the other legal states. And then I-190, which is going to make it legal for growing, possessing, and selling, and growing your own. So we have, to, we have to see a variety of different voices, and we have to learn from a variety of different perspectives, because this helps us to, you know, working with as many people as you have commonality with helps you to achieve your goals, and... Um, I just wanted to give you guys a voice that you don't always uh, that I that we don't always bring with with what I mean we don't bring cannabis and and and, and religion as as much together as we should and I mean I think we should in a sense you know um I mean what do you, what the heck do you think the burning bush was like someone had to have been high when like Moses had to have been baked when when he when when that happened because I mean. A burning bush, like you'd have to be stoned to like conceive of that, or be be on some hardcore hashish or some hallucinogens or whatever. And ca cannabis at very high doses can be hallucinogenic, so he could have very well been high as heck, and you know could have seen an animal, an animal in the bush, and be like, oh, the bush is burning. But I mean, you'd have to be high as heck to. To hallucinate something like that. So I do I do think that there was some Bible. I mean, I do think that I do think that some of these figures in the Bible got baked. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, not sorry. And with that, we're going to end the episode. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. You can you can follow us on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa and on Twitter at IC Sativa. And you can become a Patreon 
by going to bit.ly slash 2njmshn. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out. Ciao. Vote yes on on CI118 and then so it's CI118 and then um, I190. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and free Julian Assange. If you smell a delicious, crispy smell after the race, it's not your tailpipe. It's a little bit of shake and then face. Shake and face. That's on If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.